in the diary of St. Faustina, there's a reference to God reminding us that without faith, he cannot do miracles. If we do not believe in him, if we do not recognize his presence, if we do not accept and embrace him, then he's not able to do the things which he wishes to do for us. And this is what the readings today are about, the lack of faith, lack of trust, or lack of reliance on, on God. We have a very interesting story today from Isaiah, which goes back to the eighth century before the birth of Christ. And there we have in the kings, in the days of, of Ahaz, king of Judah, there are two other kings who come up with a plan to attack Judah. Judah was a small country. Israel was big, so northern kingdoms so it would, be, it would have been a fratricidal war. The 10 tribes would gang up against the two tribes of Jacob. And so that, that's what they were planning to do. And they invited uh, Arameans, uh, king of Aram, and they all gathered literally at the border. And we know today what happens, you know, when war takes place, we're very much aware. And so here it is, both King Hahaz and the people are trembling because they know what's coming up, often destruction, robbery, but also killing and other things which are part of, part of the war. And so here it is now, King Ahaz, we have to remember, is not exactly a man of faith. Remember the story of when, when, when the prophet Isaiah comes and says to him, you know, but, but remember the, 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 the Lord is asking Ahaz to ask for a sign, ask for a sign, this is a Christmas story, ask for a sign. He says, no, I'm not gonna ask, ask for a sign. I don't want to tempt the Lord. That's his excuse. That is excuse. But even though he does not want to ask, uh, receive a sign, he's not asking for it. He says, the Lord himself promises to you that the virgin will give a birth to a son, a child. He'll be the Emmanuel. So in this case, we see that king who is to represent the whole nation, that God chose to give Ahaz regardless, even though you don't ask, even though you don't, you don't request, you don't even believe, but I will give you a sign so that the people may, may, may see, that your people may understand that I care for them, that I'm there for you as well as for them. And so this is what we have. And here today, the Lord says to Isaiah, go, go out to meet Ahaz. You and your son, Shir Jashub, at the end of the conduit of the upper pool, go on the highway of the fuller's field and say to him, take care, you remain tranquil and do not fear. Let not your courage fail before these two stumps of smoldering brands, the blazing anger of Razin and the Arameans and the son of Ramalia, because of the mischief that Aram, Ephraim and the son of Ramalia plots against you. So first of all, he says, don't be afraid. Remain tranquil and calm. Do not fear, have courage. And then 
the Lord continues, says, let us go up and tear asunder, Judah asunder, make it our own by force, and appoint the son of Tabil, king of there. And the Lord says, this shall not stand, it shall not be. Damascus should take care of its own country, and, you know, be, and Rezin is Damascus, the king there. Samaria, the king of Ephraim, Ephraim, let them take care of them. But within, but there's one thing that that Lord is saying to them, though, and he has has to understand that one day, because of what Samaria is doing, the twelve tribes of Israel have been doing, doing that they will experience that they will they'll be no longer a nation, and it's true. In 721, the Syrians come and destroy the northern kingdom without touching the Judah. And so we have this, and this is what the Lord said through prophet Isaiah, because the lack of fidelity, lack of faith, has, brings consequences. And today we hear in, in a gospel also a, a powerful challenge to the towns where Jesus did most of his miracles, a type of a very, very, very difficult challenge because Jesus compares them to be in a condition worse than Sodom and, and Gomorrah because for the lack of faith and because they have seen they have seen the, the miracles performed by Jesus they have heard his teaching and yet did not accept it and so this was the the, the invitation for us uh, the uh, invitation to as the scripture says to metanoia to change of heart repent basically means change your heart change your heart you accept what you'd say well this is i can't believe this i can't accept this i'm not not you know uh, i don't care about that or this or picking and choosing particular things from our faith i will not do this i'll do that basically what you're saying to god is that i don't want to listen to you and that's what obedience is word obedience means to listen to and that's the invitation today for that trust you know i was looking at and different things. There's a story of Solzhenitsyn. You remember Solzhenitsyn? Yeah, I know older generation will remember him. But as you know, you know, for his disobedience to the Soviet Union, he was put into a solitary confinement. He was not able to talk with anyone. He was not able to do anything. Uh, work was so excessive. He was just worn out, so tired, lack of rest, lack of sleep, lack of food because they want to punish him. And so they, after, after a while, he, he said, I can't continue like this. I can't continue. So he was thinking of, of committing suicide. But, but then he said, you know, I can't do that either. I, I, he didn't experience God. He felt like everybody abandoned him. And he says, I can't do that. But if I go and try to jump, escape, then I'll be shot. So somebody else killed me. At least I won't. I won't take the responsibility for, you know, for, for my own death. So he plotted and he was thinking of doing that, just, just running, you know, trying to jump across and get out of this encampment. But at the moment when he did, what happened is that all of a sudden there was another prisoner who blocked his way. And, and this prisoner looked into his eyes and Solzhenitsyn said, this is the first time in my whole life well, the first time in my life as a prisoner that I actually experienced love. 
I saw in that prisoner a love, a caring love for me. And he was looking into my eyes and he had a little stick on the ground and he drew a, big, a cross in the soil. And, and Solzhenitsyn who realized that God did not want to, him to go. God did not want him to die. And he felt like God is still with me because that sign of a cross on the ground by that prisoner whom he did not see, he did not know, who looked into his eyes with a care, a love. He didn't want him to, to jump. He probably suspected something. And so, so that's what happened. But during the same time, remember when people begin to pray for Sujnitsi's release, he didn't know that because you know, he didn't read any newspapers, he didn't know any news. And this was a time when, when he was, the people were praying for him and three days later he was released and, and sent to Geneva. And so he could have killed himself literally by jumping. Um, that moment of faith of that other prisoner. But there's so many other extraordinary signs that we experience in our life if we're just to look at it. Because when the trouble comes, when difficulties come, we immediately forget. We forget what God has done for us. God, we forget what God has done for our families. I mean, I, I remember, you know, the, the, my own dad who, who uh, was facing death literally for three months because of, of being, uh, 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 you know, the, 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 the Nazis were taking hostages, whoever would, if there was a German killed by underground, then the hostages would be killed. And my, ma, uh, my grandmother who told him, he says, you pray the rosary each day, even though you have to face firing squad each day. He says, blessed mother will take care of you. I have to remember the graces such as those given to my family. I have to remember graces given to the people of God that I have witnessed. I have seen miracles. People who have received here at the shrine, I have seen people who have received miracles. Yes, they were not needed for the church because you know, as Faustina had already two of the miracles that were granted to her. But I have seen the people who have received the miracles for, for, for the beatification and, and, and canonization of Faustina. I have seen the people who have received miracles which were approved by the church for the beatification and canonization of St. John Paul II. I have seen, I have seen miracles which also go beyond, you know, receive from people by the Lady of Transdova, a girl who was paralyzed, who came out and she received a miracle of healing. I have seen as a boy, as an altar server, we prayed to Our Lady of Perpetual Help, there's a perpetual novena. And we prayed for Our Lady who had cancer. And then one day we stopped praying and she had no cancer. And that's how I could see, that's how I knew. And so these are some of the extraordinary miracles. I know that these are extraordinary. Not all miracles that take place are physical. There's emotional miracles. There's spiritual miracles that take place. Uh, conversion for acceptance of God's will. But all of a sudden, a person is, is, you know, even though they have cancer, but they have complete peace. And they welcome whatever the Lord gives them. Uh, these are some of the, the stories that we have, I have seen. And so therefore the Lord would say, you know, to me, if I deny them, if I say, well, the Lord is not here, the Lord is not present, I would have to face the consequences like, like Bethsaida and Chorazin and Capernaum. 
because many people have seen those miracles performed by the Lord. And so this is why the Lord is kind of inviting us. He says, don't forget, just like the Jewish people cannot forget the Exodus. They cannot forget how God took care of them for 40 years. That's why in this case and for us, we cannot forget that Jesus died for us and rose from us. And he is, he is there with us. We cannot forget that he's present in the Eucharist. Always be there with us, for us. We cannot forget the power of that grace that Jesus gives, this merciful love that he has to rescue us no matter where, where we are in our life. That he is really caring for us. This is one of the things that we have to remember is that the Lord always, always give us, gives us what's best. Even if we have to undergo trials, whether it's because of our own sin, other people's sin, or perhaps because the Lord loves us so much that he wants us to help others to rescue them from their condition. And so, because we are friends of Christ, he allows us to suffer with him. And, you know, to complete the sufferings in relationship to, to for the sake of the church, for the sake of all people. And so we complete the sufferings of Christ for them on behalf of the, of the members of the church or the world. And so today that invitation is have greater confidence, have greater confidence in the power and love of God that knows no bounds, have greater confidence in things that seemingly uh, they're overwhelming us and so therefore you don't, we don't have that confidence in, God, in the power of grace have that confidence in God's love. And we, if we may not be able to see everything into the future. We may not be able to understand everything. We don't know why God allows some things to happen to us uh, or, or you know, his, 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 uh, that his, his will that we would experience, but he allows it for greater good and he will rescue us. He, God can transform sin into grace. God is not bound by the evil of this world but those who place, place their hearts and in confidence and trust in him, God can transform evil into good for us. That is incredible. That's absolutely incredible. But that's what the Lord does. So maybe then as we continue with the sacred liturgy, and if today we hear his voice speaking to our hearts, that we may open them up more and more in confidence. And that just remember and know that everything that God does allows things to happen for us. If we love him, we, if we accept him, uh, he will turn it into a blessing. And that all those blessings we will see only in the end time, full blessings. But in the meantime, Lord will give us uh, enough of signs that he cares, that he loves, that he will be there with us on this journey until he takes us home. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking 
and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.